Welcome to A Love Like This. I'm Abby. I'm Paige. And I'm Ben. And we are so glad that you are here. As we sit down each week with some amazing guests and close friends, our hope is that you would be encouraged to take heart in the troubles of this world and would start living a more abundant and fruitful life. This episode of A Love Like This is brought to you by Stonebreaker Lawyers. Stonebreaker Lawyers is a Christian law firm specializing in commercial and business law, wills and estate planning, and property contracting. If you're looking to purchase or sell a property, need a contract drafted, or just need a trusted legal advisor that shares similar faith values to you, visit stonebreakerlawyers.com.au. That's stone, B-R-A-K-E-R, lawyers.com.au. Have you guys ever felt like the little things you do in life could have eternal impact? Today, we had such a life-giving conversation with our friend Jacqueline, who lives all the way in Ohio. Jacqueline has a blog called Tidings with Jay. Please, everyone, go check it out. And if you want some weekly encouragement, go have a look. Jacqueline is only 18, but she has so much wisdom to share. We pray that this episode would make a vast impact on the way you live your life and get you thinking about the things that could essentially make an eternal impact on not just your own life, but the lives of the people you encounter. To help us celebrate the launch of this season, we are giving away a copy of our favorite Bible, She slash He Reads Truth, to enter. All you need to do is join our mailing list over at alovelikethis.info and be subscribed to the show on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Enjoy this week's episode. Well, Jacqueline, we feel so encouraged by your obedience to God with the calling that He so obviously has over your life and with the way that you use your sphere of um, influence on Instagram and just places that we find you on your blog and everything. Um, it's so obvious that you care and you love others so deeply. So our first question for you, just to get to know you a little bit better, is just tell us a little bit about you and your faith journey and what that journey looked like for you. Yeah, so... Um my faith journey, kind of like my testimony, um, I feel like I have realized that my testimony, there was a point where I like witnessed Christ for the first time. And then there was a point where I fully surrendered my life to him. But I feel like my testimony is kind of, it's still going on. And I feel like my testimony is going to be one that's, I'm going to have it for my entire life um, until I get to heaven and I see his face. Um, but I think. I first witnessed Christ about four years ago. Um, I didn't really grow up as a lot of Christians might have. I didn't grow up in a Christian household. I grew up surrounded by a lot of like um, just very ungodly things. And I went to public school and it wasn't until about seventh grade that I really started to face like the struggles of being in school and being with friends who might not have been the best for me and realizing like the temptations that were present very um, often in public school. Um, And that eventually led me to develop a coping mechanism as an eating disorder. And that went on for about four years, actually, probably until August of 2020. And I ended up accompanying that with anxiety and um, really bad seasons of depression. Um, And as I got to high school, it would get better and then I'd relapse and then it would get better and then I'd relapse. And it wasn't until um, like, okay, so during that time, my mom actually kept encouraging me to go to church. 
And I remember um, the first time that I actually got to church, I wanted nothing to do with it. I was just ready to leave. I wasn't paying attention. Um, I was just looking forward to breakfast afterwards. And um, I think it, I realized after I would got, I had gotten better and I had like said, I surrendered my life to God. It was very surface level. And I don't think I felt the true peace that I have felt, um, since well now, um, but August 30th, 2020 came around and a bunch of events had happened. I was in a very bad spot of my eating disorder yet again. And I, it was the day that I was getting baptized. I had not gotten baptized as a child and I got baptized at my home church, um, in Lebanon by my pastor. And from that day forward, it was like a gradual, it wasn't a sudden, but it was a very gradual change where I felt the grips of anxiety around food and my body just let go. I felt like I realized who God told me I was, who God told me what my worth was rather than seeking that in the world and seeking what my body was supposed to look like or what my view of food was supposed to be, what my view or how I thought other people viewed me. And while I still struggle with that now, it wasn't like it was back then. And I stopped letting the opinions of others define my worth, defined how much I ate that day, defined how I looked. And that was kind of like the turning point for me that really shaped like my view of God and really shaped my story because I think that's something I used to be ashamed of is like being associated with something you struggle with mentally. I think there's a big stigma about that in the world that that kind of can label you as weak or label you as something else. I don't know, but I know that it was in that weakness that God was strong in me and I'm in college now and I never thought I would be in college. I never thought that I would be mentally well enough to actually concentrate on homework and essays. And I'm just so thankful for that. And I'm realizing every single day what a blessing it is to not only have a body, but to be able to take care of it in a Mm. way that glorifies God. Yeah. Wow, Jacqueline, that's such a beautiful, a beautiful testimony, beautiful story. I have to ask, what do you study in college? Christian ministry. Oh, how good is that? (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome. That's such a beautiful testimony. I mean, I don't know if you've heard our testimony before, but we probably can share it with you another time because it's super duper long. But we had a similar situation where we encountered Christ and we sort of felt like, you know, He was there and we knew that He existed. But it wasn't until I personally feel we got baptized at our home church as well by our pastor where everything just sort of fell away that, you know, that was there before that shouldn't have been there before. And God just redeemed us in that moment. So that is such a beautiful testimony. And I love that. Thank story. you for being so vulnerable as well. I know it can be a little bit daunting and intimidating. And I don't know if you've ever been on a podcast before, <laughs> but it, thank yeah, thank you so much for sharing. Um, so you have a blog, which is so awesome. It's so cool. I'm obsessed with blogs. Um, so what made you want to begin a blog and what is it about? So tidings from Jay. Um, It was, I, in the midst of all of that, I loved to write. I started taking up writing. I started keeping a journal. I would basically write like every single day what happened. Um, And it was like, I felt that was where, like, you know how God gives us like spiritual gifts and 
those types of things. I felt like as I began to write more, I began to realize that I was developing or seeking out that spiritual gift that God had for me to where I felt like I would hear him speak and I would just write it down. And I had so many writings that I was like, what if I started a blog? And for so long, I procrastinated it. And I was like, no, it's okay. I can just do it some other time. And I finally like bit the bullet and I did it and I posted it. And um, it's just been so much fun to write. Like I've been trying to post every Wednesday and it's just been so much fun to write about the glory of God and what he's done in my life. Um, Even if I don't know much and I'm still learning as a Christian, I know what he did for me and I can speak on that. And just to have people reach out to me and to be where I am right now talking to you too, and just to know that I helped somebody, it's just such a beautiful thing. And I praise God so greatly. Yeah, wow. I love your heart, Jacqueline, so much. So as I was reading um, your blog, one of them stood out to me. I know it's because it was like the top one, but specifically it stood out to me because it's something that we speak about all of the time on the podcast. We have conversation, like conversations around this topic all the time. Um, I think it was titled uh, Temporary Pleasures versus Eternal Freedom. And I love that so much. So that's what we're kind of wanting to get into on this episode with you because I feel like you're really passionate about this and I feel like so are we. So um, it's just a great topic to dive into. So we want to talk about sort of, you know, exchanging the the meaningless things to the more meaningful things. And so I guess, you know, relating to what you wrote in your blog, what are some things that you think, you know, as a society we tend to do that are meaningless, like that we just do all the time without even thinking? Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of those, especially being in college. I've taken up a lot. Um, (laughs) I think not only social media, but definitely primarily social media. I Mm -hmm. think um, so often I can go towards TikTok or I can go towards. (laughs) She wrote um, about this. I don't know if you saw it on the blog, but it was all that. I'm like, yes, someone understands. I've been on TikTok one time, but in terms of Instagram, like it's a constant Yes. Addiction. I didn't I didn't have TikTok before I came in college and now like I'm pretty sure I was on it an hour ago. You can get into a very deep hole. Mm-hmm, you literally can. That's me on the Explorer page on Instagram. Like cuz it's reels and stuff. I'm like why am I watching like a reel yeah. about Paris or something? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um I feel like I have definitely um been conflicted a lot with getting on TikTok and getting on Instagram um, when I really should be like doing my homework or praying or talking with the Lord or going on a walk or those kinds of things. And while I think TikTok and Instagram and social media and all of those things, they aren't bad, but I do believe that when you use them in excess or you use them in replace for trying to find fulfillment, when your true satisfaction comes from the Lord, I feel like it's this constant cycle that I can sometimes remind myself because I'm human and I'm flawed that I can get stuck in a lot and I can always feel discouraged. Right, Most of the time I feel discouraged about it, but I've honestly been learning a lot to forgive myself and to be gentle on myself because the Lord is gentle with me. And, um, I think another another thing that goes with that as society is 
something that I also struggle with. And that is just letting the opinions of others or letting the opinions of the world dictate your decisions or dictate um, how you think about yourself or just a big decision that you have to make in life. I feel like sometimes we can let the world cloud our judgment when we have to realize that we aren't of this world. And um, we're sometimes we're going to feel things that are negative because we aren't meant to be in this world. We have a heavenly home that we fit into. And I definitely have to remind myself that God's opinion is the only one that matters in those points. And I have to remember going along with the TikTok and the um, Instagram thing that I have to find um, fuel in the word of God. I have to find fuel from his goodness and his light and his just everything. Sorry to interrupt this incredible conversation, but we just wanted to take a quick moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, Stonebreaker Lawyers. Headed by Jonathan Stonebreaker, Stonebreaker Lawyers offers a variety of affordable legal and property contracting services founded on strong Christian values. For our younger listeners, purchasing or selling a property can be an absolute minefield. Having someone you can trust and with the right knowledge, particularly when it comes to contracts, is so important. For our older listeners, it might be time to sit down and revisit your wills and estate plans. Having someone who shares similar faith values to you can make a world of difference when it comes to legal matters, particularly those that involve family, small businesses, charities, and churches. We've seen firsthand the care, compassion, and competence that John and his team put into all of their client interactions. If you'd like to learn more, visit stonebreakerlawyers.com.au. That's stone, B-R-A-K-E-R, lawyers.com.au. Enjoy the rest of this amazing episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we so can, right. fuel is actually one of my favorite words because I had like a revelation probably like 2020, I think it was, I was like fuel, I need to fuel up like on the word of God. I need to be watching sermons, listening to podcasts. And I, I find myself like literally this morning I was on Instagram and I was stuck on it for like, oh my gosh, like probably an hour. And then I had like rushed through my quiet time and like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. And then quickly pray and then go on Instagram. And then I thought to myself, I was like, we have like, I feel like you can relate to this as well. But when you feel like you have such a strong call on your life to like serve God and minister to others, it's like, I should be in the secret place all the time, like fueling up. But I just, I don't know, like I just choose not to. And then I don't know, I kind of like fall into a bit of a panic where I'm like, oh my goodness, like I just spent this this much time on Instagram and stuff like that. And so it's quite funny, just so, so relatable. We could be like hanging out on the couch or whatever and we'd both be on our phones scrambling like look at each other like, what are we doing? We need to be keeping each other accountable. It's so true what Jacqueline said, like why am I wasting my time with things that are well, actually meaningless like, you know instead how- of fueling up? It's just like any habit. Like when you fall into the habit of scrolling on Instagram and stuff like that, I always feel like it's such an effort to like get up and read a book about Jesus, like get up and listen to a sermon. Like it becomes way more of an effort as opposed to just sitting on your phone and stuff. So yeah, well, actually, Jacqueline, you did say something about that in the blog post that you wrote, similar that you feel like there's an impact when you go on your phone before your quiet time or when you scroll on Instagram for hours on end before spending time with Jesus. So, I mean, like, what do you feel when you've taken those things and put them I guess, in place of God, I don't want to say in place of God, but prioritize them over God. Like what are the impacts that you personally have seen in your life? 
Um, I definitely notice that those are the days where I feel the most anxious because I haven't put on that armor. So I'm just like going out with like nothing um, into the world. And I have tried to adopt this thing. Um, I've heard it on Instagram, actually. That's really funny. But um, it's where I do word before world. And every single day, I try my best to get into the word, get into that habit of realizing that even if I don't have a lot of time in the morning, even if it's just a devotional and then reading the scriptures that go to that devotional of the day, that I need to just be with God. I need to pray. I need to talk with him. And sometimes I do have to answer a text. Sometimes I am like, doing an early morning workout and I'm listening to music and like listening to podcasts and I, but I do make sure that I refrain from social media because that is something that I've noticed on the days where I have gone to that first, that I've really felt it in my heart. I've really felt it in my spirit that I haven't put on the armor and the enemy is going to attack me so much more easily if I don't have that barrier. And yeah. I love what you wrote on the blog where you said the life that God calls us to live on this earth um, in this time is that we, or and the time that we have is meant to count for something. Why is this something people should know? The time that we have is meant to count for something. We actually just had a chapel about that today. No, really? That is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's so important to realize that while we do have a heavenly dwelling, um, a place that we're supposed to go after this, we also have a mission. We have a goal. We have um, ministry. We are supposed to be disciples, um, advocates for Christ. And I just think it's so beautiful that not only does God, God equips the called. He doesn't call the equipped. Mm. And I really, um, I really believe that I, it is a true gift to be saved by God. And it's a true gift to be able to use that gift to save others. Um, and I just believe that this life is meant to be lived with peace. This life is meant to be lived with freedom instead of being burdened by the guilt and the shame that goes along with sin. But rather, we have somebody who died on the cross so that we didn't have to bear that. We didn't have to bear that pain and live with it and dwell on it. Um, And I just believe it's so freeing once you surrender that and realize that we were bought. And I'm just so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful. Okay, Jacqueline. So when we're talking about the eternal freedom, the things that will have lasting impact, not only on our lives, but the lives of others, like what you just mentioned, um, what are some of these things to you? Like the things that are going to last for eternity? the meaningful things, what are they to you? I firmly believe that uh, putting yourself in, like planting your feet on the ground to serve. And that's something that I am definitely praying to the Lord to surrender more because I think sometimes the flesh can want things for itself. I think sometimes I can definitely fall guilty and fall victim to being like, oh, I need to get this done. Like, I need to stay in this comfort. Like I need to be comfortable in this before I go out and do this and get into the uncomfortable things and the things I'm not used to. But that's not what Jesus did. And 
that is something that I felt very conflicted with lately, but I'm, it's a good confliction. I feel like um, helping people who are in need, dropping things that can be so easily dropped to go and help somebody because you never know if that one um, deed or that one word can save them and bring them to the feet of Jesus. Um, just doing ministry for others, serving, worshiping, singing praise with fellow like-minded believers, but also realizing that Jesus didn't only hang out with believers. He hung out with non-believers. He said he came to heal not the healthy, but the sick. And that is something that I have been trying to do as well, is to realize that I can't always surround myself with people who are 100% good. And that's okay, um, because God knows my heart, and God knows that I was put in every situation for a reason to make people or to drive people more to Christ. And I know that the same is for other people in my life. I know that other people are put in my life to drive me more to Christ. And I think there's so many things that lead up to eternal freedom. So many things that build our characters as disciples. Um, and it can just be as simple as starting your day with prayer, starting your day, coming to the feet of him, um, having prayer throughout the day, talking with him, bringing him into everything because he is a father and he wants a relationship with us and just treating him like that and talking to him even about the silliest things. Like, I think that's important, too. Sometimes I'm just probably talking to myself being like, I can't believe I did that, God. Yeah, he's probably, <laughs> they're laughing at me. But yeah. I'm just, that's something that I'm definitely still learning. And I'm so grateful for that because I'm so grateful for the people in my life and um, the people who I've yet to meet, the people who God has to put on my path yeah. and that I hope to bless and bring to Christ. Mm -hmm. I think that's so beautiful, Jacqueline, is when we're talking about the things that are meaningful. It is so contradictory to what the world thinks would be meaningful you know like everything you just mentioned has nothing got to do with outfits it has nothing got to do with flashy cars status popularity N none of that matters what matters is the heart of people and that's exactly what you're saying so I love that so much um okay you kind of touched on it just a little bit then but I'm asking you this for me <laughs> what are some things that like you do you kind of did just mention it a little bit but I think if you could like pull it apart a little bit more it'd be so helpful um to replace those meaningful things, like on a practical level. Yeah, yeah sorry, the meaningless. meaningless. <laughs> replace those meaningless things with the meaningful things mm -hmm. uh, in your everyday as a college student. Um, so being in college, at least the college I'm at, we're on technology a lot. So I feel like I'm on technology most of the day, most of the time for my homework, most of the time for just classes or catching up with people. So I feel like when it comes to technology or screen time, something that I have been trying to do is, I did it the other day, it's just instead of mindlessly scrolling or mindlessly online shopping or mindlessly other things, I try to go for a walk. I try to go for a walk and I try to go and just talk with God or just walk outside and see his creation and see the sky that he has painted, see the birds that he has made. Um, that is something that I like to do um, instead of focusing on my appearance on social media. I think that's something that I definitely have wrestled with is focusing on, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to write this. Oh, I need to post this. 
Um, but I can't, I try my best to pray and not let that go over what my mission is and not let that go over. Like, this is not a job. This is not a duty. This is not a check off my to-do list. This is who I am. And I am, it's, I feel like it's definitely something that I'm so it's, I'm still learning. So that's why I'm kind of like stuttering is because I'm like, I'm still learning this too. (laughs) Don't Um, worry. So we (laughs) literally, so we, um, I just have to remind myself that God is not an item on my to-do list and rather God is the one who makes my to-do list. Even when I have my own, those aren't my plans. They're his plans. He establishes my steps. And that is, um, I feel so conflicted with that. Sometimes that's something that I still wrestle with is feeling like I have to be this certain type of person or portray this certain type of um, perfect being because I'm not I'm very flawed I'm very tempted and but I serve someone who's perfect and I serve someone who is creating in me a pure heart and a steadfast spirit every single day but yeah (laughs) did you listen to Sadie Robertson's preach at passion conference this year I did you did you know the analogy that she used about Simba and Mufasa so I'll recap it for the listeners okay but for our listeners Sadie was saying like she was preaching about how we need to be remembered about who we belong to and I think this kind of fits into what we're talking about is because I think when we're reminded of who we are in Christ everything else kind of falls away and we then can reestablish our steps and to really look at you know our day and our lives and really put into place like where we're putting our time wisely are we spending more time with him are we going outside are we looking at his creation but she uses the analogy that, um, you know, Simba living the Akuna Matata lifestyle and then he goes down to the water and he washes his face and then he sees his reflection. I'm sure everybody's seen The Lion King. Um, but it's not his own reflection. It's his father in him. And then when he realizes, like, and he sees his father, then he was reminded of who he is and what he was called to do. So he goes back to the land and, you know, scarving the enemy. He uh, Simba goes up to him, lets out this, you know, giant roar and then Scar turns around and says Mufasa sorry Mufasa <laughs> and recognizes his father in him and I think that that fits in perfectly with what you just said about how we have to understand that we are flawed like we need to give ourselves grace just like how God gives us grace is that we need to understand that we're not perfect like nothing is ever going to be perfect we are so flawed and I think that's something I have to remind myself too because I really give myself you know I guess um not harm, but a hard time when I haven't been like disciplined enough or when I do go on my phone or when I reach for the meaningless things or when I do care about what I look like, I'm like, hey, this matter. Like it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, I do think that's something that I'm constantly learning to and just praying about because it's, it's so real, <laughs> especially at our age. So yeah, that was really good, Jacqueline. Really amazing. Um, what we would love is only for comfortable, you don't have to do it if you don't want to, but if you just want to like, as we close this episode, just to pray for the person listening, whether they're driving in their car, whether they're on a walk, wherever they are listening to this, if there's somebody who's struggling um, with replacing God with meaningless things and maybe they're wanting to see what is actually meaningful in their lives or maybe there is a person who doesn't feel like there is any meaning in their life, would you just like pray for them? I feel like that could be really cool if you're comfortable. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, Okay, cool. 
Um, God, thank you so much uh, for this podcast and for everybody listening, whether that be on their couch, in their car, um, wherever they are, Lord, I just pray that you would come into their hearts and please um, conflict us in the best way possible. Please stir up something inside of us to help us realize that the things that we're doing that aren't bringing um, fruits, that aren't bringing pleasure and goodness from you, God, would you help us to open our eyes to realize the things that will bring true satisfaction, will bring life. Um, Help us to realize that you are a God who gives us peace. You are the Prince of Peace. And I just pray that whoever's listening, that in their brokenness, help them know that they are strong in their weakness because you come into their heart and you make them strong in our weakness, God. We so loved having this conversation with Jacqueline. Please make sure to go check out Jacqueline's blog, Tidings with Jay. So just to recap for you guys, this episode, we spoke about Jacqueline and her journey, how God changed her heart to make her life more meaningful by removing meaningless habits, as well as what things we should be changing in our own every day to have a more eternal impact. Have an amazing week and we'll catch you guys next Saturday.